Welcome to Business and Beauty, the podcast for all things entrepreneurship and pageantry. Nancy Wynn Lyles provides personal insights as a small business owner and pageant girl. Whether you want to start your business or be a part of the pageant community, we're sure that you'll find something here to help you connect with confidence. Let's welcome Miss Amanda. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Amanda, we are excited to have you on our show. You are first Mrs. America. Tell us about your recent pageant experience and your title and what it stands for. Tell us all about that. My current title is Mrs. Utah American, and there's a long story to my pageant history. (laughs) Not many years, but it's a long story. I actually just started competing in the America system three years ago. 2020 should have been our first in March, but because of COVID, everything got messed up. So I competed 2020, 2021, and then finally won this title in 2022. So ladies, I'm here to tell you, don't ever give up. It is out there for you if you are willing to connect the dots. I did one other pageant just before that, but that was it. I had never done pageantry before until I was older. But winning this title, Mrs. Utah American, it is actually all about second chances is what the Seagulls, who is the family that originated the America system, they wanted a chance for women to be able to either A, come back and compete and do it again for a second time, even though they've won a previous title, or be able to have multiple women. So there's two of us that will be representing Utah at nationals. And Jessica is the other queen and her title is Mrs. Utah America. It is a way to get more women involved and more women out to nationals. And I am over the moon that it finally was me. Most systems you have one from each state, but you get to double up on your sisterhood. And that's pretty cool. You get like a double throughout the country. And it's a sisterhood on steroids in a way, right? <laughs> yes, it really is. And you think, wow, it's so awesome to have 50 other women, but I don't get 50. I actually get 101. It is so amazing because I cannot wait to walk around nationals and everybody just wears their state. You don't really know who's in what, like who's one or the other. And then after that, then the winners get to go compete at Mrs. World. So this is a progression and it's amazing. And nationals are held in what city and state? Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm -hmm. Then world is held in? I do not know yet. I've heard lots of rumors of where it's supposed to be. I've heard rumors of that queen getting her crown renounced. And so now Mm -hmm. they're not holding it there anymore. I'm not quite sure. The last location I heard that it possibly might be was Dubai. I'm pretty sure I could handle that. <laughs> Do you have your passport ready? Oh, it's ready. ready. Oh, it is ready to go. I actually wasn't born in the United States and I once lost my passport <gasps> and they needed my citizenship papers. So I mailed it to DC. And when they mailed back my passport, I called them back. I said, Do you have my other papers that are really important? So I value a passport so much. <laughs> yes. About 2018. We just decided to pull the rug out from underneath all of us. And we went and got them for all my children and for us. And then I was so thrilled we did because then when COVID hit, everything shut down and we would not have been able to get it. And we went out of the country last year and we were able to go to Costa Rica. So I was super, super excited about that. 
You're so smart to do that. A lot of my new mom friends didn't realize you have to have a passport for babies. Mm-hmm. And it's a shock because you don't want to be stuck without a passport for the baby because it's the law. But we don't know as new moms. Right. Being a mom, you're my superhero. I have two <laughs> little girls. You have how many children? Tell us how many. Children okay. Have? I have five kids. My oldest is 20. Okay. She's not 20 yet. She turns 20 in August. So we're pretty dang close. <laughs> And I'm having a moment with that. And then her sister, it goes 20. And then my next daughter's 14. And then my boys are 11 and 9. And then my little baby star, we call her star. Her name is Starling. But she is five, turning six this summer. She's my little caboose. Your caboose is the same age as my little one. Oh, she is fun. turning six in October. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. Does she ever take your crown? My kids love borrowing and wearing our crown. Funny story. She does dance at a local dance place. And they just did a competition. And the girls all got tiaras for competing. Oh. And in my crown, there's like a heart in the design of it. Mm-hmm. In the center, there's a heart. And her crown had a heart, her little tiny tiara. So she put that thing on and she goes, mommy, look, it matches. And she's mommy, it matches your crown. And I was like, wait, what? And honestly, at first I didn't even catch on to it. And then I did an event and I had my crown on and she's mom, it matches. And I was like, oh my gosh, bless your heart. I don't let her wear it too often because she's pretty destructive. She's my caboose and she is all my children's crazy wrapped into one little human. You got to make it last until world, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we are not ready to destructive with this one yet. We're going to wait a little while. Yes. That is too funny because I have mine in a case. I'm like, okay, I know you want to touch it. But we have to wait till the rain is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With your children being a mom, you are Mrs. Utah American. Now you also, on our show, we are all entrepreneurs and you started your business with your husband. How has that been with COVID times and with your motherhood? I mean, how has that been with running your business? It has been incredible. We started Brady Insurance Marketing and what we focus on. So we say insurance and that can mean a lot of different things, but to give everybody an idea. So we focus specifically on Medicare. So that's people aging into Medicare, people that are younger that qualify for Medicare. So that's really where our hundred percent focus is in. So with that, there are changes every year that come through the government and through COVID. Those changes were honestly, I can't even count how many changes we had to plans and to things that were going on. And before COVID, we were hitting a high. We do a lot of recruiting events Mm -hmm. because the idea is that we want agents to come to us and to be underneath the umbrella of Brady Insurance. That's the ultimate idea, the big idea. Pre-COVID, we were doing fantastic. We were right on track. And then everything shut down, which was actually a blessing. Not only did it not impact our income, but because of the need that was so great in the market for people turning 65, they still had to have insurance. They still had to get their bills paid medically. And so it really transitioned our business from face-to-face to an online platform, mm-hmm. like many people. But not only that, it grew our team exponentially. And the reason why is because people were getting laid off from their careers left and right. 
and didn't know where to turn, which gave us the opportunity to say, you know what, this is what we do and we love it. We love helping people figure out and be able to help them financially through this burden. And when people saw that and they were able to have the time to get through the licensing exam and do all the things that it took because they couldn't find jobs elsewhere. And so for us, I, it actually was a huge blessing. So now we've grown to the point that we are in 38 states across wow. the nation and we are over 500 agents. Do you have anyone in North Carolina right now? I do. Ah, like, I asked because my mother is this year turning 65. I'm like, hey, mom. Yeah, exactly. It's been fun because what my husband's been able to do is now he travels. I don't travel with him, but he will travel to different states and set up training meetings for these agents. And he'll go in and spend a week with them, train them on new products or just get them pumped up for what's coming or really anything that they need. And North Carolina is actually one of our bigger programs out there. We have a great team. Not only can people reach out to you as a client, but also you have this dream of a all-female team possibly, right? I do. I do. So once I get this pageant bug off my plate. <laughs> it always which, comes back, by the way. I know. <laughs> I overheard somebody say, they're like, on a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to compete again? And they were like, a two. <laughs> and I started laughing. Here's the thing is that always leaves the door open. You never have to say a hundred. You never have to say zero. You can say 2%. Like, that's okay. <laughs> that still leaves the door open. I know my poor husband, he would probably just laugh at me and just be like, yep, whatever. <laughs> But yep. I do have a goal. I have seen the impact that this business has made for me and our family. We lost everything in 2008 when the market crashed. We were in construction, doing well. Everything was fine. We honestly never planned to leave that company. And I very vividly remember because it was election day, November 2nd, 2008. And my husband was laid off. And my second daughter was about six months old. I was devastated. And my husband was devastated. We lost the house that we had just built. We have two rental properties. Mm -hmm. We were able to hang on to those. Trust me, by dear life, I'm not sure how we were so blessed to be able to hang on to those. But through this whole process of us losing our career and losing our financial stability that we had, somebody gave us the best advice we'd ever been given. He looked at us and he said, it's just a house. Don't kill yourself over trying to save sticks and bricks. That's not going to matter. You will be okay. And my husband and I just kind of looked at each other and just took a deep breath and let the house go. And we moved in with his parents. And it was about four and a half years that we lived with them. And it's funny when you look back and you see this hard time that we went through. But yet I see all of the blessings and I see all of the way that God put us exactly where we were supposed to be. Because had we not been living with his parents, we would not have financially been able to just make the leap and start our own business because we were able to live there. We did pay rent, but we didn't have this big, massive mortgage. We didn't have all these car payments and all of these things that we had to deal with financially. And so we were able to put all of our eggs into Brady Insurance. And in the first early years, he was the one out making appointments. I was doing all the bookkeeping, all of the taxes, all of the 
things. And then plus raising babies. And all I could think of is if this were me, if I were ever a single parent, if I were ever someone, this is the business I would get into. And that's why I see this as a thing for moms. For one, you have the flexibility to make appointments and to do what you need. If you need to book appointments in the morning when your kids are at school, great. That's when you work. If you need to book appointments in the evening when your husband's home, great. That's when you work. It doesn't matter. So that's one is the flexibility. Two is the way we get paid. So when we sell a policy to someone, so like your mom, for instance, let's say I go and I write a policy for your mom. The way that we are paid out is you get paid on that policy as long as the policy stays on your books and you get paid every year. So I am then collecting money on policies that I wrote 10 years ago. It's a residual income base. And so my husband right now, he could not work, literally not work for however long he wants. And we would still have a million dollar base that would come through every year. Yeah. And that's because it's a residual income. So every policy that is written is just a little bit every month and that adds up over time. And the idea is that today you go out and you sell a policy. Tomorrow you go out and you sell a policy and then next month you do it again. And so then every month your income is then doubling and doubling even just with a few at a time. By the end of the year, you've got every month rolling in a couple extra thousand dollars for only doing very little part-time work. And then you're still at the point where you can continue to grow that and you'll continue to grow it as long as you continue to work. And so for moms, I have this vision of women who are just like me, who have their babies, who are graduating and who are getting older. They're all going to school. I actually have my kids. They're going to be in school. All five of them, not my oldest. She's graduated and gone, but all my babies are going to be busy all day long. And so to me, I just keep thinking this is the exact place where so many women are. And this business is so lucrative, but yet so rewarding that I can just see it. And women can outsell men any day of the week. Anybody can fight me on that because I, <laughs> I have seen it hands down. And that's where I, we're going to get it is we're going to have a team of just women. That's great. I was just telling you earlier that my girlfriend, she's here visiting from Chicago. She's at a Women in Healthcare Leadership Conference. And I envision you doing something like that one day. That would be incredible. I'm going to ask her, how many women attended and were they worldwide? And probably a large number because it was held at a resort. So I can definitely see you doing something like that. We have to circle back in a few years to see where you're at with this women in leadership for Brady Insurance and yeah. see how it's going. That is just amazing. And you win a pageant with yeah. raising your kids and running your business. How do you think pageantry has helped you in motherhood and business? If you would have asked me five years ago and told me I should compete in a pageant, I legitimately would have laughed at you. <laughs> I 100% would have. But what I really found through pageantry is my own self-confidence and my own personal journey and my own self-worth. With the business, it was definitely a team effort with my husband and I. I hands down, and he says it all the time, there is no way we would be where we are if we didn't do it together. And I do firmly believe that. But there came a time after my last baby was born that I really hit rock bottom personally. And I hit a point in my life that I kept seeing all of these good things around me. We had the 
dream house. We have literally the income I never even imagined we would have. We have healthy children. We have this great life. But yet in my own head, I was miserable. And I kept telling myself that I didn't get it. I had so much to be grateful for. And I realized one day it's because everything that I was doing was about everybody else. Right now, self-care is a big deal. We all talk about how important self-care is. And that's one thing that I was lacking personally. And when I finally talked to my husband about this and I told him and I expressed to him that I really was lost. I really felt like I was in this limbo. I was done having babies. I didn't really feel like I had a place anywhere. And I wasn't sure even how to stand on my own two feet because we got married so young. I was 19 when we got married. I was 20 when we had our first daughter. And I feel like I never had the grow up phase on my own, at least, of finding my own identity. And my friend approached me and she has done pageants for years and years and years. And she just said, have you ever thought about doing a pageant? And I laughed at her and I was like, no, that's really not my thing. I really don't see myself doing that. And she kept putting a bug in my ear, kept sending me links. And I finally just said, you know what? It looks like fun. Why not? And so I competed in an international pageant that is no longer around right now. But I got on stage and I felt like a million bucks. I felt so inspired by the other women that were around me. And I felt so inspired on my own that I knew right then and there that there was not an end yet. I was not done with that journey. And that's when I got home and I started researching the America system in the Mrs. Utah America program. And the pageantry, as far as business wise, I don't know if it's necessarily built our business other than it has given me more confidence in my own self. It has given me a place where I can speak my truth and I don't feel like I need to cower and be quiet. And it's not that I felt that way before, but at the same time, I didn't really know who I was. And now people ask me about our business. People ask me about what I do. And I don't even second guess it. I don't question myself because pageantry has given me that confidence. And it's been, even though it sounds cliche, but it really has been life-changing for me personally. And I cannot even express anybody out there who is ever considering about being in a pageant. For one, there is a pageant for everybody like everyone. And I urge you to do it because it really does give you so many tools in networking and so many tools in confidence and strategy. Marketing, it really has been life-changing for me personally. They say pageantry helps you become the next best version of yourself. And you've clearly demonstrated in your transition that it did. It yeah. brought out the next best version of you. And when you get on stage again, it, it pushes you because I don't know about you. Anytime I'm about to get on stage from the backstage, I feel like I'm on a water slide and it <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun and it's free and it's exciting and it all the work you've put in from the hair to makeup to training, all of that comes to life and it's natural to just feel a little bit proud of yourself. You're like, thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you for the opportunity for me to be with these ladies and shine. I 
definitely agree with you about anybody who wants to join a pageant, join it because there is a pageant for everybody. Yes. Also, I think people tend to look at pageants and they see the glitz, they see the glam, they see the dresses and they see the hair and the makeup and they see these things. And then when you step back and you actually learn what it is and you learn that it's about service, it's about what you do for your community. And it's actually about the networking and the sisterhood. There is so much more to it. And it's so for life. It's it. not yes. a sisterhood for just that year. It's forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. I have met some of my very best friends through the Mrs. Utah pageant. And I will be connected to them forever and ever. Yes. When you mentioned service, you develop Be the Good. Tell yeah. us what started that and what's your vision for that? Be the Good is my platform. That is what I am using for the pageant. And where that stemmed from was my mom. My mom was, yeah, my mom was diagnosed with schizophrenia dementia when I was, God, I was probably 18 years old. When she was alive, my whole adult life, she was ill. Didn't remember who we were. It came on very quickly. When I was a little girl, my mom always was serving others. And for me, I didn't really know any different. That's just who she was all the time. And then she got sick. And I went to visit her one day in her care center. And she did not know who I was. She did not recognize me. We were way past that in her diagnosis. But immediately she complimented me. So here I am, a complete stranger to her. And she complimented me. And that moment for me was so ingrained in my heart that when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do for platform for the pageant, I knew that I had to do something service oriented because I absolutely love serving in my community. On a weekend, after we're done with games for my own kids, I am usually somewhere at an event doing a fundraiser for somebody. I'm on the board of multiple charitable organizations. I am raising money to support kids to do sports in the area. We've always got something going on. And to me, Be the Good embodied everything that I have been able to drive out of my mother. And I've been able to connect with her through this because she was always telling me that if you do something good for them, they do something good for somebody else. And it's a ripple effect. And That's what I want to continue. And I feel like right now, that's what we need in the world is we need that ripple effect of good. So I have the good on my social media and every Sunday I have a be the good challenge is what it is. And it's small and simple ways that you can serve in your community. So it's something as simple as leave a nice note in a library book for someone else to find or pay for the person behind you in the line at Starbucks or the soda shop. Write a note and leave it on somebody's car dash, just telling them to have a good day. It doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to be something elaborate. It can be something as small as go out of your way to hold a door for somebody. But when you are the reciprocator of those things, you know how it makes you feel. And so the idea is to challenge people around the world to do one small and simple act every week and hopefully create a ripple effect around the world of good. I love that. When we talk amongst ourselves at the hair salon, our team, 
I tell them there are two things that people really want in life is to be heard and to be loved. And for us to be in the position to love people and to hear people and to care for them, that's what you're doing. And it does because they take it and they give it to the next person or they even take it to their homes. It's one of those things that you don't know the impact that you're creating. And in my heart, I know it's creating an impact because I have had people come up to me and say, I love the Be The Good Challenge. My kids look forward to it every week. And it's not something that they may post on social media. And that's okay. People think that if we don't post it on social media that, oh, then it didn't happen. I'm like, no, it happens. And just because we don't record everything or document everything, that's not what it's about. It is truly about loving your neighbor and loving your fellow humans and creating a little extra positivity. Yes. And we are supposed to love. Yes. God first loved us. And that is the whole point of us being here is to share the love that he gives us to others. And in our business, that's our mission statement is we are sharing God's love through service and beauty. And I love what you're doing. So if somebody wants to join this, what would they look for on Instagram? So my personal Instagram is Mrs. So M-R-S dot Amanda dot Brady. Or you can follow me on the Mrs. Utah, which is at Mrs. Utah, U-T-A-H, American. That's probably the easiest. You, I am on Facebook. I'm working on the Facebook thing. Bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a process getting all that connected. But I have everything posted on all the accounts. And I would love to connect with people who just want to do good. Now, what was either the last challenge or an upcoming challenge that you can share with us today? So on Sunday, we posted heart attack someone with love notes. Oh. So typically we think of heart attack, like my kids do that usually around Valentine's, but it doesn't have to necessarily be in the shape of hearts. If you know what the term is, it's about leaving positive notes and positive affirmations for someone to find. And that's this week's challenge. And then you'll have to stay tuned for Sunday for the next challenge coming up. That is wonderful. Amanda, it has been fantastic to learn about your title, what you're doing with it as Mrs. Utah American, your business, your motherhood. I know you've had times, but the thing is, even if we have rough times, A, we sing praises through the storm as we've been told god always has us he has the next few steps ahead we can't see it but like you you wouldn't have known why you're living with your parents for four years but now you're like oh i got you god i got you yep (laughs) that poem the footprints about god carrying you through when you thought you were alone and i cannot even tell you how many times over the last 15 years that i read that because looking back that is very much how my husband and I got through it. And not only did we hang tight to each other, even through the hardest times, we held tight to the faith that we were meant for bigger things. And as crazy as it sounds and as great as things are right now, I know that we're meant for even bigger things. And I know that we are exactly where we're supposed to be. And we went through all of those trials because we had to get here. So if you're going through something hard, I can tell you right now, whether it's personal or business, there is a reason. I've always tell my kids that when we do a lot of sports in our family and 
We always talk about how you don't ever lose. There is no losing. You either win or you learn. Mm -hmm. And that is truly how I feel. If you really can ingrain that you either win or you learn and you just never give up. So thank you, Nancy, so much for having me. I love chatting with you. Oh, absolutely. And ladies, we, I know you want some more of Amanda. So look in the show notes. You can see how you can find her there. Instagram and feel free to reach out to her. Amanda and I connected a few days ago and here we are. So <laughs> it's definitely personable and so passionate about doing good. So yep. thank you so much, Amanda. You have a great week and we will connect soon. Thanks, Nancy. Have a good day. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate your time. If you enjoyed this episode, post a sweet review and visit us on Facebook and Instagram with Sweet Tea Nancy. For specific links related to this episode, check out the show notes. Now, go be the change, be the light.